everyone, welcome to DNA. Today our special guest is Zach Seversmith. He is a programmer at a very well-known tech company whose name I'm not going to disclose today. But, <laughs> but, you, can, yeah, but you can probably guess what it is. Oh, welcome, Zach. Thank you. So let's start with why you decided to become a programmer. Uh, so when I was in middle school, I didn't really have any sense of which direction I wanted to head in. I just knew I liked playing video games a lot. Uh, I liked tinkering with computers. And at some point, I don't know, I just decided that I wanted to take a dive into programming, understand how to, to be able to, to take advantage of all these electronics I was so fascinated by. How has your life been as a programmer? Tell us more about your day-to-day. -day. Sure. Uh, it's, uh, it's pretty leisurely and I can't really complain about that. Um, As I said, they are always a happy, merry, colorful, no. smile, yeah. no problem at all. It's true. I mean, I, you, the, the tech industry is unique in that they kind of treat their uh, programmers like rock stars. And it feels great. I mean, you, they, they, you can basically get in at, I don't know, like 10 a.m., uh, which is when I get in, admittedly. And I assume um, that's actually on the early side? You know, it, it, it varies by team, but it, for a lot of people it is on the early side. They kind of put you at the forefront of the company, and what that means is that um, stress is sort of minimized, um, they, they give you great perks, um, they really take care of you. And it's nice because coming right out of college, you don't really know what to expect at a full-time job. Mm -hmm. Interesting. All you mentioned is the happiness, how the company treats you. You yeah. didn't mention at all how you work. Have <laughs> <laughs> to gloss over that one time. You actually work. <laughs> tell me, tell me your day to day. Yeah. You have to um, divide your day by hours. Uh, how many hours are you actually coding? Oh man. <laughs> <laughs> well, fortunately, I'm in a spot where I have like a respectable answer to that. But if you asked me like two years ago, I'd say most of the day was ping pong. But Seriously? No, not, not seriously, but <laughs> it, that was the impression that my parents would have. Walk me through what a Zach Silversmith day is like. Sure. From 10 a.m. you walk into office, what do you do? Uh, 10 a.m., so uh, back in the day I used to get breakfast from one of the cafes every morning once I arrived. Uh, but nowadays I just, I'll grab a yogurt and a coffee and then head straight to my desk. Mm -hmm. um, and. So basically, I'll, I'll work for a little while, uh, I'll spend like the first hour or so basically uh, understanding everything that's transpired between now and like last night, which means that there's any number of emails, PMs contacting me to ask about the progress of a project, uh, people with miscellaneous questions about stuff I've worked on in the past. So I'll just sort of sort through those and figure out what's high priority, mm -hmm. what stuff I can uh, delay till later. Usually I'll begin coding or I'll begin reviewing the code of some of the people on my team. So you do work? I do, yeah. You do work? At least for and an hour or so. Have, and you even have work lunch. I, I even sometimes forego lunch to work. It's crazy, right? For someone who used to pay ping pong several times a week. <laughs> uh, so do you also have to um, do a lot of meetings with people to synchronize and generate a new idea? Yeah. So it depends on which phase of a project I'm in um, and if there are any complications. Uh, typically, I'll have a very small number of meetings, mostly because a lot of the times when I talk to people, I'll just catch them in the hallway or I'll swing by their desk and I'll talk to them in person and sort something out. Uh, my boss and someone else who's in charge of organizing the schedule of our launch, I talk to them once or twice a week. So what do you think is required to become a good programmer? 
Um, there are a couple different ways to answer that. So I think if you want to be a good programmer and nothing else, then it serves to basically have a sound understanding of data structures, algorithms, all the stuff you learn in college. The people responsible for features were also responsible when something happens with that features in the wild. Mm -hmm. So if something happens, then we're on the hook to basically understand it, uh, come up with a solution, and deploy that solution in a, in, within a reasonable time frame. Um, one thing that they, they don't really prepare you for that well in college is the actual uh, workplace competencies that, that aren't really a big factor in an undergraduate uh, curriculum. Things like things like um, organization, leadership, communication, mm. and I think one thing to focus on is what skills are required at different points in your career trajectory. I mean, you start off uh, at an entry level position, and there they kind of just expect you to uh, be able to program well, to be able to take off smaller uh, scope tasks mm -hmm. that you can tackle and complete within a reasonable time. Mm -hmm. And as you keep inching up the ladder towards senior, uh, you're expected to be more of a leader. You're supposed to, you have to coach the team. You coach the team. You uh, you resolve conflicts, and not just like programming conflicts, but conflicts with uh, with teamwork. Do you have to know multiple programming languages to be a successful programmer? Uh, so you should at least know one of the big programming languages: Java, C plus plus, Python. Those are those are kind of crucial for getting your foot in the door for any big tech company. Mm -hmm. But I'd say that most of these tech companies, they're mostly just hiring people as generalists. If so, you're an expert in one language, can you avoid learning another language if you really, really, really <laughs> hate it? I think that's a discussion for you and your boss, but... <laughs> so you mentioned the different skill sets you need as your career progress. Yeah. What is the long-term career path for programmers? It obviously depends on who you ask. Um, I think a lot of people are content to get to that senior level and just uh, continue leading uh, continue leading projects, mm -hmm. work on different features, um, keep trying to find interesting work to do. Um, but you know, a lot of people uh, shoot for the moon. They, I, every other person I talk to has a dream of eventually like creating their own startup or working at a startup, mm -hmm. getting more experience beyond like a typical corporate uh, programming gig. What's the interview process like, and uh, what are the important things to keep in mind? Yeah, <laughs> interview process can be a little bit grueling, especially in the tech industry. Taking the right classes is just uh, a prerequisite for the interview process. You still have to do a lot of other stuff. You have to, you have to study a bit. You have to, if you can, um, uh, practicing with your friends. Typical process for a uh, a tech company application is basically. Once you're cleared by the recruiter, he'll set up time for a phone interview. And that's basically a screening to make sure that neither you nor the company is wasting your time bringing you on site. If you do, then you go on site, which is basically the hardest phase uh, of the interview process. You go on site, it's sort of nerve wracking because you're in the room with this interviewer and typically it's like a smallish room. And you're basically expected to write out a solution on what often is like a tiny whiteboard. So, you Do go, you have to write out the actual code? Yeah, yeah. Oh, wow. And it's a... What if it doesn't run? <laughs> <laughs> well, fortunately, the interviewers are pretty well trained to kind of understand your code without, like, trying to type it into okay. your computer and, like, running it. Okay. Yeah, so what they usually look for is just a general grasp of the problem, a grasp of the solution. 
little fun game. Ooh, what so, is it? <laughs> as you know, there's a lot of perceptions about the programmer's life as we just spoke, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. playing ping pong all day. Yep. <laughs> so uh, we're gonna do a rapid fire of those memes and you will let me know if it's true or not. Okay, Cool. let's do it. I do have some props for you. Alright. You will use oh, those God. <laughs> emojis My favorite. to oh, I... <laughs> react to those memes. Oh man, Tell us oh, how they're so know. soft. <laughs> and I have to do one more thing. For you especially, mm -hmm. I have to put this glasses on. Okay. <laughs> they don't even have lenses. You know what? Oh yeah, that's true. It's actually only frame. It's not glasses. So it's a perfect pair for hot. Oh, oh perfect. Yeah. <laughs> so this is actually my little prop to wear when I go to office and I want to be, you know, a little bit more geeky and mingle with the programmers. So I'm gonna put this on while we are doing the Okay, mix. perfect. <laughs> programmers love using formula and graph to explain any problem. Or even romance. Uh, mm, <laughs> I, 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 graphs just sound like so much work. When in doubt, I love just talking to people. I'll just go to whiteboard and I'll use fancy diagrams. Um, the diagram is part of graph. I know, I know, but that a graph you is. You just love using fancy <laughs> word of a graph. It's Not possible. So defensive. <laughs> I'm fine. We're making up for this. Success. Programmers usually own a fortune. You guys are very rich. Mm -hmm. uh, <laughs> let's see. Uh, I will use the. It must be. Yes, this. it's got to be this one. <laughs> yeah, there's no other meme that, that captures how I feel about that. Um, you know, a lot of top tech companies offer uh, really uh, competitive packages to uh, their employees. It's a it's a very in demand field right now. Mm -hmm. So uh, they they offer jobs at top dollar, which is great. I mean, coming out of college, I, I was I was very fortunate to be given a job that that pays pretty well. So. Uh, yeah, I mean, you know, I got a treasure chest at home with all my my fortune in it. Ooh, yeah. Okay, so you can feel my parents of a Caribbean movie. Exactly. Well. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Programmers tend to have back and neck problems. Back and neck problems. Oh man, I'm gonna have to pull out the proof of my. <laughs> what does that mean? You focus a lot on ergonomics uh, when you're programming. I mean, you're sitting at a computer desk for like. Uh, eight hours a day mm. and your back needs to be in the right posture and your hands can't cramp up so you know sometimes it can get really annoying like oftentimes uh, so we actually have standing desks in an office so uh, that's good yeah no it's good whenever I feel like I've eaten too much or I need to exercise or something yeah. I'll just stand and every other program I talk to has their own specialized mouse they have like a they have like their own custom chair that supports their back in just the perfect way Gotcha. Uh, yeah, but this, I uh, definitely give it a poop emoji for all the discomfort that standing at your desk causes. You know, I've actually seen um, people with treadmill desks. I think I've seen one of those. It's like, crazy. you can work on your computer or have a um, video conference while you are actually walking or running on the treadmill. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I've seen that before. I, I've never done it myself, but it seems like it can be sort of fun. As long as you don't set the speed too high. If you're like sprinting and you're trying to like... <laughs> Sweating! <yeah. laughs> the point I'm trying to make! <laughs> yeah. Programming boot camp. Yeah. You know those? Yeah. Um, so people think the programming boot camp could actually find you a very decent programming job after graduation. Yeah, I give it this. Oh, really? I think it's awesome how accessible uh, programming is becoming. 
And it, it truly is. I mean, as something that doesn't require um, that much of like an educational background, like you can you can uh, download any programming language on your computer and become an expert in it, like over the course of like uh, a couple of months if you commit yourself to oh, self study. Really? Just like yeah. a couple of months. I mean, it's. I, and you know, they can get a job at your company. Expert, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I I don't have the stats on that, but. You know, maybe expert is an overstatement, but it's just a, it's a very uh, it's a very accessible discipline. That is actually a real option mm -hmm. rather than just a fake yeah. fake <laughs> glasses to get into the programming world. Exactly. <laughs> Programmers are always very well treated in their company with food, drinks, showers, or even bed. You can live there. Is that true? You know, uh, I'm gonna give that a poop emoji. <laughs> it's true, and you get some you get some like really weird stories that come out of that sometimes. Like, mm. I know uh, at my at my unnamed company, there was a there was a famous story that broke out about this guy who actually he bought himself a a, a small truck and he parked it in uh, the company's parking lot, took advantage of the free parking, and actually lived out of that truck and lived out of the actual campus. For several months, so he could so pay no back. His, rent, no, no, no rent, no nothing. Expense. He would go from this truck back to the office, and he basically did it to pay off his student loans. But how loans. did he get the truck? The truck must be expensive. It was it was an investment, but he did he did the calculations and figured out that basically if he bought this truck and he lived out of it for several months, he could pay off his student loans in a half, maybe a quarter of the time. Which oh, is wow. which is uh which I I gotta give him credit is <laughs> is definitely one way to pay off your loans faster. Uh, and but it's not encouraged. <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> Thank you again for joining us today. Oh, this is awesome. Really revealed us a lot of the secrets of programmers' yeah. life, and I'm personally very <laughs> satisfied. Yeah. Um, so hope today's shows also help you to understand what it's like to become a programmer. And if you are ever interested to become a programmer, you know, programming bootcamp. Yeah, exactly. Zach certified. Zach proved. I give him the stamp of approval. <laughs> Let's say this together. What it's like to become a programmer. Mm -hmm. DNA, DNA gets. gets.